Hello, this is Reverend Raymond Kaufman, pastor of the Log Cabin Community Church in Vinings, Georgia. And welcome to our podcast. Today is entitled Forgiveness, an Unnatural Act. Robert Hoyer wrote a book in the 70s, and it was entitled 70 Times 7. And the whole premise of his book is that the primary act of faith for Christians is forgiveness. Have you ever thought about that? That the foundation of our Christian life, the foundation is really built on two ideas that we as Christians are forgiven, and then secondly, we are to forgive. What a great foundation that is. It's the characteristic act of God. God sent his son in order to give us the forgiveness of sins and to give us a new life. But then we're encouraged to turn around and to forgive others. That is not so easy. You know, the first book in the Bible, the book of Genesis, even discussed forgiveness. It really, that theme goes throughout all of Scripture. And when we think about Adam and Eve having two sons, and Cain could not forgive his brother. He invited him out into a field, and he murdered him. He was then banished from his home, and he became a wandering nomad. The theme and the issue of forgiveness goes back centuries, a long time. But then we jump ahead to the New Testament and we read in the Gospels where Jesus often talks about forgiveness. And really, it was a radical thought back then for Christ to deal with this because in the culture, people were very protective of their territory, their property. Jump ahead to the Sermon on the Mount. In the New Testament, we have to look at the culture of the day, and we look at the message that Jesus was sharing about forgiveness, and it really was a different message that they were hearing, because in that culture, people were very protective and very territorial of their property, of their culture, of their land, and the theme back then was an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. You don't take away from me or I will attack you. We'll go to war with you. But Jesus's message was different. What he was saying is don't attack your enemies. He was saying the opposite. He said, love your enemies and pray. Actually pray for those who persecute you. This really got people's attention. Jesus also taught that if your brother sins against you seven times in one day, that you are supposed to return forgiveness seven times and say, I repent, you should forgive. So this was just so opposite of the message of the day that forgiveness is offered so freely. You know, Jesus asked Peter, he said, how many times, Jesus, do I have to forgive? And Jesus said, no, not just seven times, it's 70 times seven. The idea is to have a forgiving spirit and to always forgive those who, who take from you, who hurt you, who, who cause you angst in your life. We really could stop the podcast today because the theme of forgiveness, when Jesus said, 
forgive 70 times 7 is so profound. But as we read through Scripture and in the New Testament, we, we, we learn a lesson from the Pharisees. They came to Jesus with a woman who was caught in the act of adultery. And, you know, women weren't very high in society back then. They really didn't have a say. They didn't have a vote. They were supposed to be in the background, quiet and obedient. And here, these Pharisees, the leaders, were ready to stone her. Back to an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. And they said, Jesus, what are we supposed to do? The law says we're supposed to stone her. Jesus pauses. He looks down at the ground. He writes something first in the sand. And finally, he looks up and he says, yes. He says, but he who is without sin cast the first stone. I think all of those leaders looked stone-faced. And they silently started disappearing and walking away. You know, all of us are guilty. No one is perfect. And when we think about others who've hurt us, we have to realize, you know, we in turn have made mistakes in our life. We perhaps have said something or done something or thought something that we feel bad about. You know, that really took courage for Jesus to stand up. But he was confident that nothing would happen to this woman, that she would be forgiven. Let's talk a bit about forgiveness and grace. And we talk about grace as God's unmerited favor. We really don't deserve to be forgiven of our wrongdoings, but God sent his son, Jesus Christ, to give his life for us so that we could have the forgiveness of sins and we could have a new, abundant life in Christ. You know, we forgive people. We don't technically forgive sins. Only God forgives sins. Christ gave his life on the cross so that we as humankind can have the forgiveness of sins in that new life. And through his death and resurrection, when we offer that forgiveness to others, we're granted peace. That peace comes when we bury the hatchet. But offering forgiveness is not always easy. Forgiveness is not minimizing the offense. You know, sometimes we're hurt and very hurt deeply. It could be by family members or friends. It could be a situation at school or at work or something in our community, in our neighborhood that could be very hurtful for us. But being wounded and being wrong are two different things. Being wounded is accidental. It might be where someone has slighted you or or done something that you still feel hurt on the inside. You're, You're wounded. And you, and you feel badly. But being wrong is something intentional. And that's very difficult too. Both things can affect how we feel about others. And it's difficult many times to offer forgiveness. Forgiveness is an act of our will. It's something we do. It's not a feeling. Because many times if we're waiting to feel like it's the right time to offer forgiveness, we may never. Because we have been wounded We've been wronged and we've been hurt. That's why we say forgiveness really is an unnatural act. It's very difficult. Why? It's not easy. And I do not pretend to do it well. I've struggled with forgiveness for folks who have hurt me. And sometimes it takes a long time to be able to offer forgiveness and to let that hurt go. But once we decide to offer forgiveness, What do we expect from the offender? Several things. 
we would hope that they would demonstrate genuine repentance and say, oh, I didn't know, I'm very sorry. And then do something to make restitution, to make it right. Then over time, trust is built by proving trust over and over again. We don't always get that in our relationships, but we're still supposed to offer that olive branch, offer that forgiveness. What are some steps to forgiveness? First, we have to relinquish my right to get even. In our minds, we always feel like, I just want to get even with this person. But if we let that go and offer forgiveness, because God has forgiven us, and bitterness can really make you miserable when you hold on to that, you're going to need more forgiveness in the future because we all make mistakes, so we offer it freely. And then we say, I will not respond to evil with more evil. I will respond with goodness. In the Gospel of Luke, we read these words. It says, do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you and pray for those who mistreat you. Forgiveness is difficult. It's complex. But we are forgiven and we're being asked to forgive those around us freely. As we conclude, we remind ourselves that forgiveness may take time. We may never feel like it, but we know we must act upon it. And it takes time, and there's no reward for speed. If there's someone in your life who's hurt you, hurt your feelings, and you offer them that forgiveness and free up those feelings of bitterness that you might be holding on to do. My prayer for you is that you receive the forgiveness God so freely gives. You forgive yourself. Then we all learn how to forgive others. Thank you, and God bless you.